box reviews so we're back with our weekly stuff with episode one of loki it's called glorious purpose uh and before we get into anything spoilery first let's uh start with everyone's thoughts on the episode overall uh i'll 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 just say simply i enjoyed it it was like a loki's greatest hits uh, but from the perspective of the Avengers uh, part one era, Loki, so like full villain mode. And he's kind of, uh, he's getting scrooged there where he, he, he gets like all his ghosts, like the, the ghosts of uh, Loki past, present and future. And he gets it all in one shot in, in a nice uh, compact uh, episode. Uh, really cool cosmic stuff like the stuff i love like just this, just that view of that city i wish it would have stayed there longer even though it was pretty city, long right? yeah. yeah yeah it was beautiful like go figure one of the characters is called mobius because that shot reminded me of the artist mobius uh with you who, who uh, drew some comics and just unbelievable cosmic uh, artwork and yeah i'm, I'm looking forward uh, to the rest of the show it's got me hooked uh, and uh, th- th- this one, I might forgive the Mephisto talk, but we'll, we'll get to those spoilers later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to echo the same. I enjoyed it. I honestly, of all of the shows so far, this is the one that I wasn't confident about going into it because I've never really cared too much about Loki as a character. I'm just like, he shows up, he- he's entertaining. He's by far not one of my favorite villains. I don't like, I, I feel very neutral about him. Um, already, I'm like, no, this is fun. I, I really like it. I, I like kind of how they're setting everything up. Um, spo- like, I won't spoil the episode yet. But there's, I already have theories, and I'm excited about it. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, same as everybody. Like, the, the first scene already got me. And once we got to the TVA, I love, I love that look of the whole retro it actually kind of reminds me a little bit of like the i can't remember what they were called in the umbrella academy but it reminds me of that look yeah i have a whole thing about that yes and (laughs) just uh like i think michelle was talking about earlier how she didn't really care about loki same but then like a couple of scenes in this uh series in this episode gave loki so much depth in just those few minutes that i'm like i'm in and plus time travel that's that's kind of i like that when everything is just messed up so i'm hooked and i'm ready to go six episodes with this thing I, I i like it and with that we're gonna go full spoilers now uh you know the deal you can just come back later or screw it just watch us whatever but you'll miss a great show <laughs> so uh you guys can start off basically in the very beginning where Loki left off in uh, Endgame, right? Steals the Tesseract. Yeah. He ends up in the Gobi Desert. Uh, he gets captured by the... Uh, shit, what are they called again? It was TVA. Time Cops, but that's not it. <laughs> Minutemen, yeah. sorry. They're called the Minutemen. Minutemen yes. Yes, yes. Which is such a fun name. Such a fun yes. name for Time it Cops. Is, I yes. that. Uh, so what do you guys think of that very sorry episode, uh, the very beginning of the episode? I liked it. I mean, it starts us off right away. Like, the questions that we had from Endgame, okay, where's Loki go? Like, what happens? 
that was my hope of what's going to happen here is that's that's what's going to happen we're going to figure out what happens from that like misadventure um so I love that it just kind of threw us in immediately like here's what's happening here it is no like not a lot of preamble it's just here here's the information and let that let's start the show and I really liked that um as opposed to like it's hard not to compare it to like the other Marvel shows WandaVision <laughs> like right. episode one and two is like setting up this world so it felt really slow like I didn't personally love it this one immediately we're in it we know what's happening let's go and I adore that yeah I mean I mean you know the stakes right away like uh Loki's imprisoned he's uh, presumably gonna pay for his crimes against time it, it, even though I I I'd sign up to be his lawyer because uh he you know he, he gets to plead ignorance on this one it wasn't his fault he's just grab the tesseract it really was the avengers fault i, I agree with him uh but uh we'll get to that that was his trial but uh no the, the opening scene was really cool you, you get to see like the the time gadget where uh that cool portal that uh you yeah, walk yeah, through right, yeah. yeah and and the uh the weapon is like the, the the time delay weapon that like uh loki gets smacked and he just stays there with his mouth <laughs> just, what a cool special effect that was yeah I love it. I love it looked it so like he was much. like blowing a slow motion raspberry. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was really cool. Uh, and and yeah, Loki getting humbled and arrested. It, uh, it it never gets old. Absolutely. So yeah, basically the same as uh, what you guys were saying. I'm just gonna add a little bit about that uh, really cool slow mo scene where they 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 kept it on Loki for a little bit. So you're thinking. Like everything is that slow mo, and then <laughs> the minute minutes come in, <laughs> just like takes me away. I was like, ah, oh, I love it. Uh, so okay, moving on. Loki is taken uh, to the TVA. Here is we see here we see the TVA in all its glory. We get to see uh, Miss Minutes, I think she's called. And uh, for those who don't know, it's voiced by Tara Strong pretty sure everybody knows that and explains the multiverse war and why the the time lords i can't remember their names again but uh yeah so there was multiverse breaking up and they decided to just do one sacred timeline uh what do you guys think about that i i i really enjoy the it, it looked like it reminds me of Jurassic Park and like the exactly. DNA sequence. Yep. All, like, all, all you need is them locked up on the little thing and just going on the track. But I, 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 lo I love just like the explanation of everything and um, the, the Time Lords and the TVA. Uh, there's certainly a mythology there. And, and I'm looking at the picture of the three Time Lords. And like, have you guys seen the picture? Or, or well, obviously you watch it, but, but but like, did you take a good look at it? Yes one of them and looks, no. Kang. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah one I saw of them that. Looks yeah. like Kang. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that has to be Kang. There's another guy with like this big mustache, like with a dum dum dug in. I I don't know. Something's going on with these three characters. Like, is this like the tease for the next big trio or or like big bad for Marvel? I don't know because like this whole TVA thing seems really heavy and 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 basically it dwarfs the the gemstones in all aspects uh as is revealed later on but uh but it's a cool little explanation but like it it, it gives us something new 
like a lot new um I, I mean I agree like I don't understand like as a not not having read the comics and not knowing the grand lore and accepting everything at face value I'm like this makes sense <laughs> I'm on board and I loved that kind of moving forward it answered a lot of the questions I had immediately because I'm like okay how can you have this whole like time cop situation but then you let the Avengers get away with everything that they were doing in like <laughs> Endgame and, and all all of the repercussions there um and I mean, I think the way they explain it away is a little weak, but just like, oh yeah, that was meant to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. There's so many um, questions with just the, their logic right. for. Yeah, and I'm I'm intrigued by that. Like anything time travel, because you know you set up a set of rules for time travel in your universe, and then if you immediately break those rules, it makes me very suspicious. So that's kind yeah. of where I'm at with that, because they're like, yeah, here's how it is, but just kidding, we let all these characters do just whatever the hell. <laughs> um, and I don't know, like, are we going to see some type of scenes of like these Minutemen going back and like fixing those timelines after? Like, I'm, I'm curious to see how, if if we'll see anything more of that, or if it's going to be like just explained away by like, oh, the Avengers are no, we we wanted them to do that. Um, but I, I like all the explanation. Like, I understand what's going on. Um, and I feel good moving forward. Yeah. Again, uh, I agree with both of you. But uh, the moment they said there was like a multiverse before all this, there was like a great multiverse war. Already, my mind is thinking like multiverse of madness. Uh, the Spider-Mans are coming. Hey, Fox Universe that's that's the thing was that another multiverse that it makes it gives me hope that because we know that we can just take the best parts out of those whatever universe it is and put it to the mcu right they there could be an explanation in here but uh yeah let's see i'm i'm really excited with this tva thing and actually i don't know if you guys were paying attention to uh the, her miss minutes whole spiel like she had the word madness and, and multiverse all on the same sentence too while she was explaining Ooh. the whole thing so that's like a that's like a, that's a doozy wow yeah uh, so so i i wait i'm just gonna uh say this so you got dr strange with the multiverse and then you're gonna have quantum mania with kang and and like it has to be a tie-in like one of those time lords i'm like it, it, i'm almost positive that is kang because it even looks kind of like jonathan majors yeah yeah and, and so I, I i assume like these next few movies we're dealing with uh with time and the multiverse i don't even know what's coming out. well not the eternals or black widow but certainly doctor strange probably yeah spider-man and uh quantum mania so i'm looking forward to that because like th that's that stuff that i want to see from the comics into the movies that that i enjoy scrolls no but uh the <laughs> scrolls comic, never <laughs> scrolls no 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 there was a straight up scroll in this you saw there, that right the variant wearing the uh, adidas the <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah get out of here <laughs> hopefully we sound uh, guilty even uh even kevin feige is making appearances in the uh, hellfire gala so <laughs> That was that was dope. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So after that, we go to 1954 France. This is where we uh, meet Mobius, and I'm pretty sure there were 
chasing one of the variants. It, it wasn't really shown there, but uh, we can see this little girl. And then we see in the window pane a picture of the devil. Uh, I don't, what did you guys think? I'll go last because I, I, I spoiled myself already when. Well, like, come on. Why are you bullying us with Mephisto? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, I see that. I'm like, I, I'm so scarred from WandaVision. Like, that's not Mephisto. Like, you'd have to explicitly punch me in the face with him and be like, this is a Mephisto for me to understand. Like, I was just, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I had to reel myself back in because I'm like, oh, Mephisto. Like, it's confirmed. He's right there. Like, it's a demon. Like, you can't get more obvious than that. It's right there. It's literally, like, I'm like, it's no hand in the corner. It's no, it's no whatever tiny little tiger. Thing. Thing. <laughs> tiger. That's still a thing. I swear to God. Um, oh my God. But it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's right there. But I'm like, are they? They're not. They're, what? No way. Um, so I'm very, I'm just so sus of anything having to do with Mephisto now. I, I'm curious what the hell kind of church has a stained glass art set piece of the devil and like, like you never get that because like usually stained glass uh, windows uh, depict, depict like uh, I, either like uh, a memory or a celebration I like if anything it's like the 15 stations of the cross of Jesus dying that's about as dark as it gets or it, like it's usually like a saint or, or someone holy it's never the devil in all his glory, because that is not something, you know, to worship at, at, in church. So that, that, that was weird. Uh, but, okay, so, so yeah, Mephisto. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, like, look, I, after WandaVision, me just, like, derailing all Mephisto talk, like, I wasn't having it, because it would, it would have taken away from Wanda's, uh, like, in my opinion, it would have taken away from Wanda's uh, story arc. This at the beginning of the show, okay, it might be Mephisto. I have my doubts because I can't see how Mephisto figures in to um, like multiversal threats. However, and this is comic reader me, uh, I'll, I'll provide some comic book spoilers for Heroes Reborn, currently happening in Marvel right now. Uh, Mephisto actually created an alternate uh, reality in which the Squadron Supreme are the main superhero team and the Avengers are just, they have no powers or they're forgotten or they've disappeared. So only Blade is in this universe and he's uh, tracking down the Avengers to, you know, snap them back to reality. So, so, so that's what's happening. That's like, as far as I know, that's Mephisto's, you know, multiversal tie-in. In this, I don't know. I have a feeling it is Loki it is some version of Loki because that makes sense. Because Loki, after all, he's a shapeshifter in the comics. He could be a shapeshifter in this. I, I fully expect him like, to, to see different versions of Loki, a, a child, a woman, uh, whatever. Whatever Loki. That, that's what I'm thinking. And you are right. Um, uh, I was uh, watching an interview with the director. Um, she said, I think it was a, I think a couple of days ago, whereas like before episode one came out, she's like, okay, before you guys get into Mephisto, <laughs> this is not Mephisto. This is supposed to represent Loki. So she said it right there, just so people don't go start going crazy again, like we did for WandaVision. But then is it now? 
Mm. <laughs> it's all a ploy. Then turn around and it is Mephisto. She's like, it's definitely not. It it's is. not Mephisto, guys. Wink. <laughs> but uh, strangely enough, there was uh, just jumping a little bit ahead here when uh, Mobius and uh, Loki were talking about, and they were like, they were talking about some place where the nightmares. Oh yeah, maybe that ties yes. into nightmare. Maybe he's nightmare. the king of that realm. So yeah. Anyway, Loki's in court now, and uh, this is the part where he learns that his powers are completely useless. The judge asks him, uh, "How does he plea? Pleads guilty. Nothing works." And as he was about to be, I guess uh, they're gonna call it reset. This is when uh, Mobius shows up and asks the judge that uh, he has a plan to use Loki. So what do you guys think about that whole scene over there? I mean, I wasn't expecting to see Owen Wilson just period. So him as Mobius, <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. And it, it honestly took me like a minute to realize it was him. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't like expect to see him in this role. I don't know why. But um, I so I like this character. I think I think it's an interesting like I mean, parallel to other characters that, you know, recruit people to do stuff just in, in this universe. There's so many at this point who are kind of doing that. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see them kind of continue to have this back and forth because we do see that further on, like um, Mobius kind of making fun of Loki a little bit and showing him like, you know, his past and his not necessarily his future. He doesn't show him that purposely, but things like that. I really like the not necessarily buddy cop banter that we got from Falcon Winter Soldier, but I like this kind of like, I don't know, this this rapport between the two of them. And I'm excited to see that potentially grow, especially now, like moving forward into the episode, Loki's been very honest with Mobius. And I think this is the most honest he's probably been with literally anyone ever, um, just about his motivations and stuff. So I feel like they could bond and have this interesting friendship and I'm excited for it. Yeah, I, I felt the exact same way seeing Owen Wilson. Uh, like I, I just, I, I'm, I'm all here for Owen Wilson. It's awesome to see him and stuff. And funnily enough, uh, the last time Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson were in a movie, I think it was the last time, but 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 I do remember they were in Midnight in Paris, a time travel movie in which Owen Wilson went into the past and Tom Hiddleston played uh, uh, buddy that who Fitzgerald, no. Fitzgerald, that's right, that's right, yeah. that's right, he did, he did. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly, yep. So so it's, it's funny to see him in another time travel uh, escapade. I forgot about that movie. And, I yeah, like that uh, movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a good movie, it was a good movie. I uh, can't mention it because Woody Allen, but anyways. Uh, yeah. So, but, uh, but it's really cool to see Owen, uh, sorry, Mobius as a Loki fanboy, because who wouldn't fanboy over Loki? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, same. Uh, I have nothing more to add, so we can just go to the interrogation room. This is where Mobius kind of just gets into Loki's head, asking him what his like deal is. Uh, we, we learned that DB Cooper was actually Loki, and uh, it was a bet that he lost against Thor. And this is I, Michelle was talking about it earlier. This is where he's shown the uh, his timeline of where he's supposed to be. And how he was responsible for the death of uh, his mom. Um, what do you guys think of that whole? This is like their the their first conversation that they have, and I guess I can go first. And that I thought it was 
really cool that uh, Mobius got into Loki right away because we know that this is the Avengers 1 Loki. So this is still kind of the, the evil Loki that we, we kind of know. And I think he was just trying to get some hum- humanity out of him out of there. So I really like that scene uh, just for that. And I love that, as Alex was saying, he's a, he's a Loki fanboy and he knows everything that Loki will do and did. So, yeah. Okay, I, I was gonna say I wasn't a fan of the DB Cooper thing. Like, like I, like the, the the whole scene was just really weird. It's kind of like, hey, check this out. You did this cool thing, and it didn't really go anywhere. It was, it was just he sort of fell out of the plane and and, and flew. Like, like I, I understand it's like a neat little uh, I, I don't know. I guess like cameo of something that happened in the real world, but to me it just didn't work. It, it felt a little out of place because they were just talking about like the major things he did like like in the movies uh but yeah the the that was just the one complaint i had about that can i add to that complaint because i don't know who db cooper is so i was like am i supposed to understand what's happening i'm like is this a like i thought this was like an easter egg to something that i just didn't know so i was like is this really cool and i'm just like not understanding um i just fully didn't get it so i seemed to you alex i was just like i don't okay (laughs) like i hope that's cool for somebody (laughs) like i hope someone really likes the scene but it does nothing for me I know it, it, it. It's not even a comic book thing either. DB Cooper's just like a, a real world thing, right, Lou? Because I, yeah. I, I, I had to Google it. Yeah, just a real world thing that happened, like like just just a story of some dude that did the exact same thing but disappeared from the plane. Huh. So it's like this great great mystery. Yeah. So the, so, like the, so the joke is it's actually Loki that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I, am I just under a rock? Is this a like a really well known thing? I, I, had to I feel like it. if they were going to do something like that, they could have done a more iconic name, if that makes sense. Like, oh, it was, you know, what I, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but something yeah. even more, even more iconic. So we'd actually know the name and be like, oh, well, that's funny. Because if it was like, oh, you're, you know, oh, God, I can't even think of any, <laughs> anything. <laughs> like, uh, no, I got nothing. He could, any, he any could have been... Thing. He could have been Rasputin, you know, getting stabbed and shot and everything, yeah. right? Like, he, like yeah. I would have understood that one. But D.B. Cooper's a little obscure, like you said. Yeah, he could have been, like, Brutus. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> that would have been, like, a little too, too, like, too much, but you know what I mean. I um, okay, so the only thing that I give that scene a little pass is if they start sprinkling in other things throughout the episodes... Like maybe there's a memory of like you guys were talking about he could be Rasputin and yeah. like as a joke or so if yeah. that was one off then that was they didn't need that but if there's little nuggets of him being uh, like bets with Thor or whoever and then it, it it adds to the kind of the humor in the scene then yeah but again if that was a one off then it was yeah they, they didn't need to do that um so after that. Hunter B-15, I can't remember her name again, but she's Hunter B-15. We last saw her in, uh, where did I see her Love, last? Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft. She's our girl Ruby. Oh, yeah. With I Kang. Mean, I get her losing her damn skin out of my head. That's disgusting. I, anytime I see her, unfortunately, that's what I picture. And I don't love that for me or her. But she's great. I adore her. She's yeah. spectacular. But, oh, man. <laughs> that's an association. So she comes in, stalks in Mobius is a problem apparently, and Loki being Loki escapes and he asks Casey for the Tesseract. 
Uh, he even threatened Casey to that he was gonna gut him like a fish, and of course Casey goes, "What's a fish?" <laughs> and this is also where we see the drawer full of uh, Infinity Gems that are completely useless in TVA. Loki realizes that uh, I think they're, I think he mentioned that they're ab- the absolute power. So, what did you guys think of that scene? I really loved it. It was funny. It feels hard for me to wrap my brain around the fact that we've been through so many Marvel movies and things where the Infinity Stones are these like next level objects just to see them used like this. Like they're just little right? trinkets yeah. in the drawer. And he'd like Casey literally said some, some of the guys use them as um, paperweights, I think he said. And that to me is just like, how has the TVA been existing so powerfully this whole time? Like, and they could have just nullified all the stones by put like by just having i don't know that just like i don't dislike the scene but it just has me asking a lot of questions of it and i can't confirm but i think he took a time stone and never put it back so he might have that in his pocket um and i have theories because he picked one up and i never saw him return it and i was that would for that yeah that would be on brand for loki yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like eventually, it'll be useful to you. Like I would have taken them absolutely. Take yeah. a whole handful. Why not? They're paperweights. Can I have a bunch of paperweights, please? So, um, I think I think that's interesting, but I, it like unbalances a lot of the Marvel universe for me. So I'm hoping to see that become more balanced or make more sense later on. Uh, I'm I'm gonna drop the comic nerd knowledge today Do here it. with. Do it. With, with, with like in, ju- ju- just a neat little reference. Uh, there was uh, the very last DC and Marvel crossover was uh, JLA Avengers. I recommend everyone reads that because it's really cool. Uh, but in, in it, uh, there was a competition between the two teams to collect like uh, cosmic items, really powerful cosmic items. One of them was the Infinity Gauntlet with the stones, with the gems. And uh, the, the glove was on Apocalypse the DC planet where Darkseid rules. Darkseid had the glove. He had it on. It didn't work though, because in that universe, uh, those gemstones have nothing to tap into. So it might be a little of that where it's like, just the location that it's in, the, the no gemstones would work just, uh, just by value of just being there. Uh, so I have a feeling that might be what's happening that's why the the gemstones are just useless paperweights there uh but besides that the scene was funny and i would not want to live anywhere where there are no fish what's a fish what's a fish come on no fish <laughs> he no. lived his whole life behind a desk he said <laughs> oh, poor horrible. guy poor, poor casey he's already oh. i feel so bad for this little guy <laughs> And then he almost got vaporized and his cart got vaporized. So he had nothing like, to hey, do now. So he's I don't forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Alex, for dropping that knowledge because that, that scene was actually kind of breaking my head. Uh, I didn't want to yeah. really think about it. I was like, oh, I got to wait for like episodes to figure out why this is. But in that scene, I want more Casey for the, the whole series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he was really funny. And that's it. Uh, Team Casey. Hashtag Team Casey. <laughs> okay, I comply. I comply. After all that, Loki kind of does, does that thing where he does, he goes back to the interrogation room. And so he replaces 
the rest of his timeline. He watches the, the tape. Uh, he sees his future. Uh, and this is when he finds out that he, he, he dies. So he knows that he shouldn't really exist anymore. And this is where Mobius um, comes in and he actually admits that he doesn't enjoy hurting people. Uh, it's just part of the illusion. It's how he wants everybody to see him, basically. So to me, I think this, again, is just Mobius testing Loki's humanity. And there you have it. In just a few minutes, we see he kind of goes back to the Loki that uh, was a fully developed character in uh, Endgame, I think was the last time we saw him. Yeah. No, Infinity War. Infinity War, before before yeah. Thanos does another yeah. snap at him. So uh, what do you guys think about this scene? I mean, I'm glad. I feel like this scene and the entire, like, looking at his past and his future really just served to catch Loki as a character up to where he would have been. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, what, where we expected him to be as a character. Because not only do we see him die, but we do get to see him actually have some really positive moments with Thor. And I think that's also really important for Loki's character of, like, the um, scene from Ragnarok where Thor is talking about how like much he wanted to be close with Loki and how he really wanted a good relationship with him and then you see them fighting together um, at the end of Ragnarok we see the scene with Valkyrie which like my girl hell yeah um, so that was really good to me because now it feels not only does he is he severed from his like negative purpose of ruling but he's like almost being connected to like the other thing that would tie him to existence, which would be Thor and like his relationship with him, especially knowing now that both his mom and dad are dead because he did see both of their deaths. So he knows Thor is the only one like connecting him to anything at this point. Um, so I, I liked that. And yeah, yeah. I have a theory, but I don't know where to say it. So I'll just hold it up, hold on to it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Theory's coming up, right? Yeah. Theory's coming up. <laughs> coming up okay uh i've 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 got nothing like nothing else like michelle put it perfectly like they're they're like it's a one episode uh just catching loki up character growth like right can self-contained story right there you get loki to where he would have been where he's he's not just a one-dimensional villain but he's a, he's a little bit more he's he's a little more in the gray area and uh all right, i'm looking forward to more uh yeah um gonna agree with both of you again um when i when i learned that a lot of these people were given two episodes to to review and i was like oh no what's what's the first episode gonna yeah. be like but no it was kind of a cool first episode it, it answered all the questions that we needed it gave loki the depth that we depth that we know he had and we're that that's all done now and we can continue just with the story and this is where Mobius then basically recru recruits Loki to find more variants uh, of himself. And then the next scene is, uh, I think it was in Oklahoma, where we see the hooded figure. And I can just start off by being really excited, finding out which Loki that is. I know there's a bunch of Lokis from like a female Loki to a kid Loki, so... That that's all I got from that scene. I just like, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen next. Uh, what about you guys? I I, I really want to see Kid Loki 
because like the the woman Loki, it, it, it was all right, but it's just that like he, I'll explain coming soon. But it, it was just like it was Loki in Sif's body, so so it didn't really feel like it, it, it was in a weird period after Thor Ragnarok. But anyways, I'll I'll I'll, I'll explain it. I'll explain later. that later. <laughs> I'll explain that later. <laughs> But uh, I, I like I, I do feel like those are Lokis. I, I do feel like being his mischievous self somehow. And now that Michelle mentioned the time gem, that could be what the hell the reason is right there. So that's that's what I will say. Um. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like. I know Loki is a shapeshifter. I didn't think of multiple Lokis as being a thing. Like I thought of two, but not like multiple, multiple, more than two. Um, so that's interesting to me because to me like Mobius said to Loki like oh he's like why do you need me what are we hunting does I'm hunting you he literally said that and I'm like okay there's an evil yeah. Loki <laughs> running around like that that makes sense to me um, so I'm excited to see how that plays out especially now thinking more about like the shape-shifting aspect um, I want to see some crazy looking Lokis like that's what I'd like to see just like don't give me just humanoid. Give me something weird and wild. Because I know he turns into a snake and bites Thor. So, like, what about a big old snake? <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see. Also, just to see Tom Hiddleston potentially playing, like, more versions of Loki. Because we've seen him play essentially two versions of Loki so far. Like, villain Loki, power hungry, and then kind of, like, more humanized, sadder Loki. And I like both of those. So I'm excited to see what other ones there could be. So um, that leads us to the end of our episode one discussion. Before we actually end this off, uh, I know it's early on, but does anybody have theories so far? I do. From the moment this show started, my theory is exactly the theory that I think a lot of people had, but I think this is going to give us the answer to said theory. In, in uh, is it Endgame or Infinity War where Loki dies? I literally don't. Infinity War. Infinity War. In Infinity War, in the scene where Loki dies, there is the shadow that looks like Loki in the background. And there was a lot of theories that it was another Loki. Hello, this is him. This is where he is. Oh. This is it. This is literally the answer. I will absolutely lose my mind if that is not correct. Because they go through a lot of effort in this show establishing the fact that there is still a Loki that exists. The Loki we're watching in the show is an extra Loki. This one needs to be destroyed. You can't return to your timeline because there's already you there. But if Loki returns to his timeline upon his death, then he doesn't mess up anything because there's not two Lokis. That's just like a time travel thing. Like that's a you know time travel theory. You can't like see your own self in time travel. It's gonna unravel stuff. But I think that could explain the shadow that looks like Loki because it's this Loki. Because I don't think we're gonna go through the entire show of having this Loki for them to kill this one at the end of the show, which is what is supposed to happen. He's supposed to help and then he's supposed to be erased. There's no way he's gonna allow that. Maybe he'll take the time stone and he'll go try to save himself or he'll go replace his dead self in the timeline. I like it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I really like it. Like Loki, knowing Loki, he always has something up his sleeve. And and like, I, I don't think him being reset uh, would sit too comfortably with him. Because when he died, he only died because it was a great sacrifice, right? He, he wanted to help his brother. Like, the, the, that, that was it for him. But, uh, but you know, the, this Loki, I don't know. But, but I, I, I like that theory. The, the, the only theory 
that, that I'll talk about is just the Mephisto element. And, and I'll, I'll just start by saying comic book reader me always paired Mephisto with like Silver Surfer, right? Like, like he would be predominantly a Silver Surfer villain or um, like tied to Ghost Rider. But I do think that there is a particularly interesting story to tell that's Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom, and Mephisto. Uh, I forgot the name of the, the story. Mike, Mike Magnola, who created Hellboy, he, uh, he drew it. But, uh, but, but that's it. That, that, that's why no Mephisto. I'm standing by another stamp. No Mephisto. Every episode, I'll be saying the same thing. <laughs> uh, no Mephisto. But that's it. I've, I've, I've got no other theories. I'm, I'm just hoping to see more cosmic uh, craziness. Um, same. I, I have one theory, and there, it's not really a theory, more of a, a kind of, I wish this would happen. But I'm hoping to see a glimpse of Kang. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you did. You did. <laughs> that, that's why I'm like, are we going to see Kang Kang? Mr. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Nathaniel Richards? Oh, God. Yes. Yes. Uh, he is a Richards. Yeah. I don't know if he'll still be a Richards. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. So as for now, maybe I'll have more theories in episode two. But for now, that's just kind of a wish is to see Kang. Like a more... Not a, is that Kang? But, oh, shit, that's Kang. Uh, and I guess that's it for our Loki episode one review and discussion. Uh, if you guys like what you're seeing, please give us one of those likes, subscribe, uh, thumbs up. Um, the rest of our Lunchbox socials are down below. And we'll see you next week for episode two. I'm joined again by Alex and Michelle. Yep. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.